You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Podcastdetroit.com. How's everybody doing? It's time for American Winer on Monday night. We are in Studio 3 of Podcast Detroit. How's everybody doing? We just had a very nice Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I very much enjoyed myself. I ate a lot and I uh, slept a lot and I hung out with family. And that's what that holiday is all about, right? So that is very, very nice. Uh, my guest tonight, uh, joining me, uh, Miss Shania Clark of theluxuryuniversity.com. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Oh, yeah, no problem. I just asked you because I, I, I'll say right off the bat, we're in a, a filmmaking class together at Washtenaw Community College. Right. Um, and that's how I met you. And uh, uh, when uh, – I remember one of the first classes you were t- teaching uh, the teacher how to uh, how to say your name. Yeah, and he was and he had to like circle the because you go by Nay, right? And so he had to circle the Nay in it. And he 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 really uh, you know had to put emphasis on that because right. he, he wanted to get it right. And exactly. So, so um, a lot of people get my name wrong. Uh, yeah, I thought it was just Shanae, not Shanae. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So how was your Thanksgiving? It was real good. I ate a lot. I slept. Um, we had dressing, yams, green beans, sweet potato pie, all that good stuff. I like to mix my um, macaroni and cheese with my yams and my dressing and my turkey on the same fork. It was real good. Oh, very nice, <laughs> very nice. Did you just uh, did you stay home or would you? Um, I went to two family members' houses. Um, and that's what I did. Um, I have a pretty big family, a huge family, actually. So we were all over my cousin's house. I got to eat and sleep and let my kid run around and not not have them in my my area. And I just got to sleep and eat. So it was cool. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, um, well, we'll jump into the interview proper. I always start off the uh, the guest shows with uh, the same question. And that question is, where were you born? I was born in Inkster, Michigan. Inkster, Michigan. Do you remember the hospital, just out of curiosity? I have an interesting birth story. I was born in my grandmother's bed. Um, my really? mother, Yeah, she she was in a shower. And uh, my mother, she was young. She was 16 years old. So mm-hmm. she was um, she was very, you know, new to what was happening with her body. So she was like, you know, I think I'm about to have this baby. And she went to my grandma's bed, and uh, she, she had me right there in the house. So I was born in the house. Really? Yeah, it was, yeah. Do you, did they still live there? Yeah, we yep, sure do, sure do. My grandmother still has that house. That is our family house. So yep. Wow. So did, that's where you grew up then, too, huh? Yep, yep. I grew up in that house. Um, me and all my cousins, my grandma raised all of us. Our parents was around, but they worked a lot. But yeah, we were born and raised in that house, and my grandmother still stayed there. And uh, yep, that's where I was born at. So it's kind of my territory. Right. Right. There. Yeah. <laughs> so you're from Angster and you've you've lived there your whole life then? Um, no, I actually moved around um, Romulus and then I went to Kalamazoo, Michigan for a couple of years. Um, I actually attend Western Michigan University as well, along with Washington. OK. Um, so, yeah. So um, and now I'm back out this way. So. All right. Um, well, we'll get into all that. But uh, what, tell me about your childhood. Like, what were you into? And, you know, um. I was stuff. into myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was really into myself. I um, I was not like crazy over any. You know how little girls be crazy over like boy bands and stuff like that. I was not like that. I like to take pictures. Um, I like to like record funny videos of myself. 
Um, I liked, when I was little, I liked to draw, do hair. Like, I would always um, do my own hair, like, slap a whole bunch of gel and grease in it. And I would always get in a whole bunch of trouble <laughs> when I was little. But that's what I was into. I was just into myself, just doing different stuff and kind of weird stuff a little bit. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I did. What did uh, What did your parents do for a living? Um, my mother, she uh, was a nail tech for 20 years. Um, and my father, he did what he, he did what he did and do what he do. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mother, she, um, she did nails. So I grew up in a salon. So that's how I was attracted to hair, nails and the whole beauty industry. Um, but now she, she went back to school and got her degree and she's a finance manager now. So that's what she do now. She also does nails on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I grew up. That's quite a career leap there going, yeah. going to finance manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes it and she still loves to do nails too. So it's kind of like, it's in my genes, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of a student were you in school? Um, <clears throat> I was a great student, actually. I was in elementary. Um, I excelled. Um, my teachers, they loved me. I loved to go to school. Um, got all A's. Middle school, I was the, um, I was the kid that was like the favorite of the school, but I was still cool with everybody. It was, mm-hmm. I was real cool with everybody. I was the president of the school. Uh, middle school, I went to Thomas Giggs Academy on Rosewood. It was like the hypest middle school ever. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun. Everybody always wanted to go to that school, but um, I was a good student then. In high school, that's when I got into some trouble here and there. You know, got in, got into my little trouble in high school, but um, and then I became like a BC type student. Um, and I also started cosmetology school in high school as well. So mm-hmm. I was getting, I got into my hustle kind of early. Which one? Um, I went to, my school was Academy of Inkster. And we had a cosmetology school on site. So oh, really? I got to okay. do it with like a Botech program. And then I ended up moving to Romulus. And I went to Romulus, um, Romulus High and Romulus, Michigan. And all of the spots for the uh, beauty school were closed. So I got to do Votech, meaning you got to get a job. So I got a job at this place called The Weave Shop, and I worked there my 11th, 12th grade year. And that's how I started my whole brand of luxury here by Nay and the Luxury University and everything. So I got to start in high school real early. and um, So you, it's been around that long? Huh? Yeah, it's been around that long. I've been doing hair and into what I'm into for about 11 years. Ninth grade, um, I was doing my friends here out the kitchen, out the basement, like really having clientele, really getting money. And then 10th grade, cosmetology school, 11th, 12th grade, I was working in a salon. Then um, when I graduated, I went on to Western Michigan University, and I remember my mother, she got me um, T-shirts made um, with, it was just a regular loco off of Vistaprint. Everybody used to do stuff off Vistaprint. I had T-shirts. I had cards. And I went on campus passing stuff out. And before I knew it, I was doing hair out my dorm and making money. And my mother was like, I don't have to send you no money for college. I'm like, no, I'm getting money. <laughs> like, I'm nice. making money. Nice. So, um, yep, I was, I was like the on-campus hairdresser. And then um, it just went on from there. Really quickly, what years were you at Western? Um, I was at Western 2010 to 2014 until I had my baby, okay. uh, my son, my one and only son. And then I moved back out this way and went to school online. And now I'm at Washington as well, where my credits, of course, would transfer back to Western. And then I do Western online as well. Okay. So, yeah. So how much longer you got to go at Western then? After this semester, I'll have 25 credits left until I get my bachelor's at Western. All righty. Yeah. Yeah. 
But so you you never had to take out loans or anything then, huh? You just you you just you literally worked your way through college. You know what? No, I wasn't getting money like that. I still had to take out loans, but I was fortunate enough to get um, uh, some grants. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like this test around when we were like in sixth grade that I took, and if you pass the test, you get two years free of college. But with Jennifer Grant home, she came in and switched some stuff around. They canceled it. But what Western did, and the reason why I accepted to go to Western, is because they were offering the Bronco Tip Scholarship, meaning if you pass that test and had that piece of paper that my mother kept, they would give you a certain amount for the first two years of your college. So uh-huh. um, I was able to get money off my first two years, um, and along with some scholarships, I joined some honor fraternities and things like that on campus. And um, I got some scholarships. But other than that, it's loans. And uh, when I was able to pay for classes like at Washington Alcott's Community College, of course, it's cheaper. Um, I pay for those out of pockets. Okay. Well, so I'm looking at my list of questions here, and you've already kind of answered a couple of them. I was Uh going to ask you how old were you first got interested in beauty and all that. But it sounds like that you've been around that your whole life. Yeah, I've been around it my whole life. Um, I remember when I was little, we were at the shop. I was about eight or nine years old and they have these hair books where a bunch of stylists, nail techs, barber, they're all in this hair book and they showcase their work. And I remember I saw this little girl. She had a 27 piece. I'm going to tell you what a 27 piece is. A 27 (laughs) piece is basically like a glue in weave. So she had weave and she was so little. She was like my age. She had on an army fatigue outfit and I cried to my mom. I said, Mom, why can't I get weave? Like, why can't I do what she's doing? She was like, no, girl, you too little. You too little. So a couple years went on and she took me to my first hair show. Um, It was in Troy, Michigan. And and ever since then, like, I've just been crazy over here. I've always been crazy over here. But when I went to my first hair show, I was about 11, 12 years old. I've been completely nuts over it because it's an art to me. I love it. Um, it has set the tone for my purpose of life. Um, I also have a nonprofit organization called the Butterfly Effect Incorporated, where um, I started making wigs for women who experienced hair loss due to cancer, alopecia, or lupus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you can tell, just everything has stemmed from here. My purpose, I have met beautiful people. I have done beautiful things. And um, I'm excited to keep going and just keep doing what I do. Yeah, well, 11, 12 years. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. it's, as you were talking, something occurred to me. I usually have musicians on the show. That's, that's uh-huh. kind of been the, the, the pattern so far. You're the first entrepreneur we've had. Okay, so, okay. So there we go. Um, but uh, actually, I want to hear more about that hair show you went to when you were 11 or 12, that first one. Um, so I remember it was just me and my mom. Um, and this one, Color Contacts, was um, was uh, real popular, too. I had on some gray ones. I'm ashamed. But I had in some gray <laughs> color contacts. Gray? I had my gray color contacts. I didn't know they made two. those. Huh? Yes. They, have, they used to have them. At, they still have them at beauty supplies and stuff. Huh. Yeah, the beauty industry is crazy. But um, I had in some gray contacts. My hair slicked back. Um, and my hair was real just dark jet jet black. And I had on this headband. I had on my little shirt and my dress pants. And um, the hair show, they just had so much stuff going on. I remember this one particular lady. She had, like, hair almost all the way to the ceiling. And I was just... I was just going crazy over like, ma, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. And she was just sitting there smiling. So I begged her to go to this hair show. And and I'm just glad she gave me opportunities like that when I was younger to kind of, you know, take interest and uh, listen to me and 
and I'm doing what I do now, and it's only going to get bigger and better. So definitely, yeah. so you must have been pretty happy, your mom, that you yeah. took to it as, as you know as quickly as you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, young. She showed me a lot of things. She showed me a lot of things. I was in a shop with her, watching her do um, nails all day, all night. So that's where I get it from. I'm in the shop doing hair. When I'm not at school um, or with my son, I'm in there from sunup to sundown. Okay. Uh, t- tell me about the, the genesis of the Luxury University. Like, how did that first come about? So, that came about 2015. I I just had my baby the end of 2014. He was born December 8, 2014. I got a job in March of 2015, and I was working for Ford doing vehicle service contracts and I hated working. I did not hate my job because my boss, he was very cool. I work with some very good people. I mean, beautiful people, but I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I'm my own boss. So just kind of being micromanaged and things like that, it just wasn't for me. But I was very grateful. I, I wasn't there with an attitude or anything, but I just was, I used to sit at my desk and just doodle and think about stuff. So I was sitting there one day and, um, something came across my screen about a magazine. So I went on Jet jetmagazine.com and I was looking at it's it's a it's a magazine like a, a African-American um, magazine like a beauty health all different type of subjects and they feature other cultures in there as well but that's what it was based on um and I was looking at the jet beauty of the week and I said okay and the jet beauty of the week they have on swimsuits their body is just all perfect and I just had a baby I'm thick and you know I'm just you know got a little extra curves a little extra meat on me so I'm like okay you know I can't su- submit no picture like that I said so hmm I'm gonna submit a picture me and my baby we had just did a photo shoot um and I it was I had on my graduation cap and all like uh, my student books it was just kind of like a theme photo shoot of basically my life as a student mother hairdresser I hair stuff in a picture and everything I said I'm gonna submit that picture and see what happened so I submitted that and then I saw something like all the way down it was called a talk back series where you could submit like a 500 word anything you wanted to say an essay motivational piece or anything and I and I just started writing I just started writing and um, I submitted it. I didn't think nothing of it. So a couple of weeks later, I checked my email and I see something like you've been published in Jet Magazine. I said, what? I said, OK. So, so you so forgot about it. I forgot about forgot. it. Yeah. So that was my first that was my first motivation to really start this blog. Um, and with this blog, I'm able to combine and kind of mix everything in a pot of what I do. I'm a student. Um, I'm a mother. I'm a mother to a two-year-old baby boy. And also my son, he has um, auditory and spectrum disorder. So he was he was born not being able to hear because of a nerve that was damaged. So we've been through things over the years, um, such as surgeries, different hospitals. Um, I have dealt with, you know, I'm not ashamed to say depression about it, you know, because when you have yep. a child, that's that's not the the life that you see when right, you're pregnant, right. you know, for your son to come out. But we good. We got through it. He has his cochlear implants and everything. So I'm able to relate to a lot of women, not only as a mother, but a mother with a child with a disability. So on this blog, I'm able to be a student. I'm able to be a mother. I'm able to be a advocate for families with kids with a disability. Um, also, you know, I'm a 25-year-old woman that's going through life changes with friends, relationships, all different type of things. So 
with this blog, I'm able to, again, stir everything in a pot and kind of just build my brand um, on a more personal level um, and kind of just connect with people and get to know people in them to get to, to know me. Uh, how did you come up with the name, The Luxury University? Well, my whole brand, uh, well, my hair brand is called Luxury Hair by Nay. Um, and I also have a hairline, uh, hair extension lines where, where I sell hair weave um, because I do it. Um, and it's called Luxury Extensions. Um, so everything is just luxury, not just like, okay, The Luxury University. I'm like, you know, I'm going through life. I'm still learning. I said, okay, you know, I don't want to call it the luxury school. That's kind of lame. I said, so the luxury university. So mm-hmm. that's that's where it came from, just going through life, school and life. You you at school, you know. I got to ask you, when, because when I checked out the, the site, I, I you, you type in the name and then the first page comes up and mm-hmm. it says uh, click here for a free game. Yeah. And and then it connects you to your, your blog, right? Yeah. And the most recent post on there is it's titled insecurity. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, could you yeah. talk about that a little bit? Cause I thought you were, what you were saying and that was pretty interesting. Um, basically, um, and what I mean by, I'm going to talk about free game too. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. It's, when you click on free game, it's basically me giving you pointers on things that I've been through. And I know a lot of people been through, so it's free game. I'm going to give you the ins and outs. You know, you may not have arrived to this problem yet, but it's free game. So mm-hmm. just in case you do, you get to know and kind of hear my side of the story and hopefully some advice that will help you. But with that blog post, um, I just wanted to touch on things as not only a woman but a human being, different things we go through, um, ob- obstacles that we face um, daily, you know, with our jobs, you know, just just being just kind of being discouraged with certain things. You know, it could be, again, your job, the way you look, a health problem, any type of thing. So I just wanted to touch on just insecurities that I go through in life. And again, to relate to different people. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, because a lot of people will, will look at me or they have um, and think like everything is just put together, you know, and it's it's not at all. Like mm-hmm. I'm still learning. I just made a post on Instagram today. Like basically I'm winging life. That's all I do. And people are like I'm so proud of you. And I just like you don't know what I just went through to just pull <laughs> this together. Like I just I just take take it day by day. Um, but um, as a woman, I, I have been through uh, things, um, insecurities, and uh, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, okay. Inspire okay. people. Whatever. Everybody's winging it. Yeah, I'm winging Everybody. this podcast right now. We, we so. be winging it in class, don't yeah, we? Absolutely. We wing it in class. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to wing my pre-pro tomorrow. Yeah, so I have yeah. no idea what I'm going to do. Right. We was in a group message today and they were talking about pre-pro. And I'm just like, I'm just winging it saying, okay, I got y'all. All right. Whatever y'all need. Cool. And no, nobody know what's going on. But, you know, you're not always going to have life figured out. And um, becoming a mother actually taught me that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I I thought things are going to be a certain way and they turned out the opposite way. Um, I'm very blessed and I'm thankful. Um, it could be worse, but um, I learned that as a mother, I'm not going to have it all figured out. You know, it's not going to be smooth, smooth sailing all the time. You mm-hmm. know, certain things I can't like I can't just up and leave my son, um, you know, for days at a time or do this and do that because he has doctor's appointments to go to every week. I have to make sure his hearing implants are on so he can develop language. Um, I have to do extra things with him. So it's just I I didn't know I was going to have to do that, you know, and I have a great support system. So if if it, if it didn't happen this way, I would have been able to, okay, mommy can't go out of town and do this and do that. But, you know, I kind of have to shift my life a little bit. And that's with any and everything, you know, like with school, you 
might plan on, I plan on this semester getting a 4.0 and I might not get that this semester, you know? Mm -hmm. So again, you have to adjust and you just have to keep going and grinding and doing what you have to do and just kind of just step over them little humps. When you became a mother and they always talk about like how that's when a person really grows up. Oh my God. Do you feel, do you agree with that? I became a grown woman, okay? A grown (laughs) woman. PJ has made me a grown woman. But one thing I can say, again, I have not always had it figured out, but before my child, I was a hardworking girl. Um, I went to school. I I did hair for just as many hours as I do here now. I worked just as hard. So I'm thankful that my head was on straight, and that's why I was able to carry my child and and decide that I'm going to go ahead and do this because— I already had a car, I already had a home, I already was used to paying bills, I already kind of, you know, had it together. And of course, as a mother, you kind of got to go a little bit harder, but I kind of knew what I was doing with my life, you know, beforehand. Uh, but it, it made me grow up in a lot of ways. It, it it gave me tough skin, you know. I'm always, nothing can hurt me but but going through stuff with my child, you know. And we have been through so much, even that I, I don't even cry about anymore, mm-hmm. you know. So it gave me that thick, thick, tough skin to where it's just like, if it's not about my child or, you know, our, our well-being, it's just like, yeah, I get over it. And, you know, it's, 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 it's always more to life. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, shifting gears a little bit. Um, but it's really interesting to hear you talk about, um, you know, beauty as, as an art and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I don't know much about it. Yeah, I, when I get my hair cut, I tell them just make it short. And that's, right, just uh, make that's it short to the it. left a little bit. Yeah. Huh? And then I trimmed my beard today and I felt really like accomplished. That was the first yeah. thing I've done in quite a while. But, yeah. um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, See, it's the little things that you do, you know, that make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah. It did. Well, you know, it, it did. I, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I need to buy a razor because yeah. I haven't shaved my, you know, I haven't trimmed my beard. I've just been yeah. letting it go. And mm-hmm. I was hoping for like a nice, big, manly Viking beard. But yeah. So that just kind of goes. Poof, yeah, life. Out. See, life don't always yeah. go the way you want it there to you go. go. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? You see how we can relate? Absolutely. And that's why I have my blog because it's just the things like you would think about. Like, dang, life really don't go that way. Well, there you go. Well, <laughs> getting back to the like you said that it was an art. Could you could you talk about that a little bit more? Like what you mean by it being an art? Um, or how how that uh, how you see that? So here, like when I see somebody and they they come sit in my chair. It's like I have to transform them. I kind of have to paint a vision that me and them both kind of see, you know, whether it's their natural hair or whether it's weave or whatever it might be, a ponytail, bun, however it may be. It's just that I get to create. I get to express. You know, I get to take my time. I get to sculpt and all of that so it's just it's just a beautiful thing um the conversation that i have with my customers like my customers are like my friends you know they sit down in my chair and they trust me i trust them and um it's just you just create you know it's just a creative space um recently i just i just created like a hair studio and the reason why i did that is because i thought like this is really my passion and this is really a art to me and you need to create a space just like this room is is a space where you're creating conversation and creating your brand and, and creating your podcast you know um and everybody needs that space because whatever you do is it's an art you're creating you know whatever you do so that's that's what it is to me right on well what do you got coming up for the future here um so in december i am doing for my blog the luxury university um 
I am doing a entrepreneur um, segment. So I have a couple of entrepreneurs that I handpicked and I have like seven interview questions, typed out questions that I emailed to them and they're going to email them back. And just um, the questions are basically ask them about their business. What do they do? Um, any type of advice um, that they can give other people that are in the field that they're in. So I have that that coming up in um December on my blog and also I will be having information on how to file your LLC online um, which is a limited liability company which is something that every small business should definitely have Um, also information on um, how I created my nonprofit and the steps that I went through for that and also the lawyer contact information and a couple other lawyers that I know that could help you file your paperwork and also accountants um, and also, I will be having information on how to um, file a patent. That's something that I recently did. Uh, I created a flat iron, and uh, it was a it was an idea I had been having for years. I'm like, you know what? Let me start calling around to some lawyers because my lawyers they did the my nonprofit and account, and they did all that. And they they weren't into patents because you have patent lawyers. You know, it's a different type of lawyers than um start calling around and um, a lot of times when you sound young sometimes people don't want to push through or like oh they just plan you know mm-hmm. so a lot of lawyers kind of pushed me off and it was this one lawyer he he stayed on me and he he was like okay when you want to come in and he set up a meeting you know he was really interested and listened to me and um, we got we got the ball rolling and we sealed the deal and he was and I'm glad that he believed in me to do that so I'll be having his information on there as well and also kind of a background story of what I created, uh, my invention that I created, and also my next steps, what I'm doing with it. I'm actually selling it to a a big company. Um, that's what I'm in the process of doing now, trying to sell it to a big company. And uh, I pray that we close the deal, but I, I know that I am. I'm praying on it. I, I've been writing about it in my journal for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what's coming up next, just basically information as an entrepreneur, different little tips that I can give. Um, and that's it really. So, yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, we're, we're, we'll take a break here in a minute, but I want to ask you, you mentioned one of the interview questions you're going to be asking the people that you're going to interview. Uh, it was a great question that I'm going to, ha- I'm going to take, I'm going to ask it to you, okay. uh, which is what's, uh, what advice do you have for uh, people that are starting out and doing, doing what you're doing? Um, you cannot cheat the grind. Um, the same effort that you put in, that's what you're going to get in the end. You can fake it you know, a certain amount of time. But at the end, it's going to show that true work that you put in. And, and don't get caught up with what other people are doing, um, what you see around you, whether it's good or bad. Always do you. Always just focus on you. That's something I have always done. Like, I never, I mean, I may see certain things like, dang, she doing her thing or he doing her thing, you know, or he doing his thing. And it, it might motivate me, but I never will compare myself to nobody. And I just want to tell people, don't do that because everybody has their own journey and their own path that they need to take. And just just go hard at whatever you do. You know, you got to take sacrifices and just keep pushing. Okay. All right, great. Well, uh, we're going to take a, about a 10-minute break here, a little under 10 minutes. And uh, when we come back, I'll, uh, I'll ask Nay what she wants to whine about. Okay. American Winer on PodcastDetroit.com. How is everybody doing? We are back. We are back with uh, Shania Clark, my guest tonight. Mm-hmm. Nay, what do you want to whine about? I'm going to whine about first being an adult. Okay. 
if I could just go back to when I was a kid, you know, fussing and yelling, trying to yell at my grandma, my mom, I can't wait till I get grown. I can't wait till I get grown. Now I'm like, if I could just go back to them times and just do it over, I just want to whine about being an adult. Like the grass is always I, greener. Oh yeah. my God. It's, it's real brown over here. It's real brown, <laughs> real dead. I got to constantly do garden work. It's terrible. <laughs> no, but, you know, you get your little freedom, get to do what you want to do. And I remember I used to always say, I can't wait to drive. I can't wait to get me a car. I'm so sick of putting gas in my yeah, car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired of putting, I'm tired of getting car washes. I'm tired of getting the detail because my son, he messy. He mess up my car. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of it, man. I just. I'm glad you let me whine about this because I don't whine and I need to whine. So. I was just about to say, like, we were just talking about that out, on the break. And you were like, I was like, so do you have anything? And you were like, not really. And, and I was like, well, that it's funny because in the first men- uh, section of the show, you mentioned that, uh, you know, becoming a grown woman and yeah. everything. And every single time I have somebody on here who's who's yeah. an adult, you know, yeah. who, who does adulting and takes it seriously, they, they don't. They don't. They have. They have trouble coming up with something to whine about because right. you don't do it on a regular exactly. basis. You, because you've learned not to. Because exactly. that's part of growing up. Uh, so that's uh, you know. I every single time I have a guest that, that mm-hmm. has that predicament, I yeah. tell them, "Well, that just means you're an adult. It's right. not a bad thing at all. It's an admirable character trait." I can whine about a class too. It, yes. Yes. We could. We could. All the assignments he give us. Mm-hmm. It's unrealistic, man. Like, how are we going to get with all these people outside of class? I have my own life. Like, I don't want to be filming all day. I hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> well, he's going to be on next week. So. Well, no. I, <laughs> I love it. But I love, I love the film class. Like, this is my second one taking at Washington. Yeah. And the reason why I take it, because you know it's fun. And we get to edit stuff. I get to learn stuff. Definitely. That's yeah. what, why, why are you taking a film class? That's, because that'd be, that's a question. Of the, it's a part of, so my major at West. I have two minors. I have a major of business and a minor minor of theater and communication. Oh, um, so, yeah. I'm again, I'm just getting my degree just to get it. Again, I'm an entrepreneur. So I'm just, again, just getting my degree just to get it. But with this filmmaking class, I love the editing portion. And I'm starting to, with me doing written blogs, I'm starting to do my blogs as well. So I'll be on YouTube soon and all of that. And I'm the type I pay to get everything done. Like, so... I bought me a camera, a tripod, bought me a microphone, all of that, and I'm buying me the editing software. I have my MacBook, and I want to do everything myself so I can just have it there. Like, okay, I make a video. I know how to edit it. But last year, I started doing the film classes and with the editing. That's the portion I really love. And I love filming, too. You know, it's fun what we be doing. But I love the editing part because then I could just do it myself instead of paying people to keep doing it. So that's the portion that I like, too. And I have became pretty good at it. This class is a little bit more intense than um, video, uh, video 120, I believe. Cause this one twenty, we in one twenty five right now, right? We yeah, did one twenty five, yeah. so mm-hmm. I did one twenty last year, um, and it was real good. It was kind of like entry level, um, so this one is a little bit more intense, but it's cool. I, we learn a lot of stuff in that class, you know, filming, um, and with me doing my vlogs, I'm able to, you know, do the shots and all of that, right? I cannot wait, like, cause it's gonna be a whole different ball game. I'm just not gonna have a camera sitting in front of my face. I'm gonna be doing over the shoulder, all type of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, this girl, you know, it's like a movie or something she making. Yeah. So yeah. So that's why I'm taking it, cause it just it's part of my creative little thing I got going on. 
Yeah, I, I, I remember you saying that actually now on the very first yeah. day of class we went around and, and kind of introduced ourselves. And yeah. I remember you saying you, that was the first time you mentioned all that stuff yeah. about being on YouTube and all that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, when yeah. are you going to start doing that? Um, January. So in January, I have decided I am going to be um, I'm calling it a I'm going to be a business couch potato. Okay. So I'm not going to be I'm I'm. I'm giving myself five months. I will not be going. Again, I only have 25 credits left to graduate. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving myself five months for one to get my patent sold to a a major company. Um, and I'll be needing that time. I, I won't be able to take off class and stuff like that because I might have to fly here and, you know, like do different meetings and stuff. So I'm just giving myself five months just to have that freedom mm-hmm. to do what I need to do um, and also start my blog. And it's hard to vlog and sit down and do a video that may take you six to eight hours when I'm a mother I go you know I work nonstop and I go to school so it's hard to find that time besides just jumping I don't want to just jump in front of a camera you know I want to have it right and exact and do it the correct way so January I'm gonna get on all of that so I started the written portion kind of getting it you know connecting people through that but when I start my YouTube they're really going to be able to connect with me and that's what I want you know, so January is going to go down. Okay. Business couch potato. Yep. That's what I'm going to be. And that's what I'm calling myself because I run nonstop, especially with school. Like Mm -hmm. school is 30 minutes away from my home. I get up at five o'clock in the morning, put my baby on. And I'm whining right now too. This is my little whining portion, (laughs) right? So I get up five o'clock in the morning, get my baby together, you know, to get on a bus. He get on the bus at 615 in the morning. I get to school, you know, the library open up at 730 in the morning. So put him on a bus. Um, I mean, I took my shower, have myself together, get on the road because, you know, it's traffic. I want to get there at 730 because, again, I'm. I don't always have time to do my homework. So I give right. myself those couple of hours before my nine o'clock class just to kind of catch up on work or do what I need to do. Um, and then I go all day. I'm gone all day, literally all day. My baby get off the bus. He needs some attention. He needs to eat. It's just like a little, just, just a little person just up under you all day. I love him. But it's just looking at you like, feed me, feed me, <laughs> do this for me, open this, play with this, do that. So I'm up all day, all night, all day. So, with this five months, I have a plan, um, and I believe I deserve this time to kind of get things in order. And a teacher actually told me this. He said he looked at all my actual class that I had, a web design class. He looked at everything that I do. He looked at all my websites. He said, so you're a pretty busy woman. I said, yes, I, I really am. He said, I want you to focus on that. He said, school will always be here. He said, you're in a great, great, great lead doing what you're doing. He said, you deserve to do that. And with the teacher telling me that, you know, a, the class that I'm pressing to pass because I have to get a certain grade for it to transfer back to Western or C or better. But, you know, you try to keep your GPA up or whatnot. Um, and it just stuck with me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what I love, you know, and see how it goes. And the reason why I'm finishing school is because I started it. I only have 25 credits less left. That'll be a waste of money. The loans that I do have. Um my 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 mother and my grandmother and my whole family they put a lot into me going into college i'm talking about I made a big deal out of my graduation open house all of the support and i don't you know i don't want to disappoint nobody else but i don't want to disappoint myself either mm-hmm. but um i'm going to finish that but i have some stuff on the table to where it will definitely change my life it will create um a good solid foundation and legacy for my child you know and for my future kids and then too I'm going to finish school because I might have a kid that, 
that want to be a doctor or a lawyer so they'll be able to see that mommy led by example she got her degree and she's also an entrepreneur and this is that so I just like to have my hands in different things um, and just excel in everything that I do but I have learned you have to take your time you mm-hmm. know um, I can't get an A in being a mother I, I wouldn't say I can't it's just it's a lot it's a lot and, and you have to know your limit and I know my limit now I can't get an A being a mother, being a student, you know, being a businesswoman, something has to give. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. a mother always. I'm always going to get an A at that because that's my first priority. Second priority is what I have created for myself, the foundation and the business that I have created for myself. And I'll I'm, I'm, be damned if I let that go to waste. That's not going to waste. You know, in school, I can get back to that. I'm giving myself five months to be a business potato. I'm still going to get up every morning just like I'm going to school. I'm going to be on campus. You're going to think I got class because mm-hmm. I'm going to be on there using a computer lab and, you know, just getting up doing what I got to do. But just not that pressure. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? That pressure of money on the line, you know, with loans and money on the line with my own money, you know, that I pay for my classes. I, I don't I need I need a break. I need a break. And uh, that's uh, some advice as well. I want to give to entrepreneurs Know your limit and know when you need a break from something and uh, you'll be able to excel. You'll be able to excel a lot better. You know, stress and trying to make it happen is it's not too stress and being overwhelmed is is not really healthy. It's going to happen, especially when you're an entrepreneur, but it's not healthy when it's a constant cycle. It's not healthy at all. Right. Not healthy to overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, getting back to the whole thing about class and the and, and the the number of assignments they get about and everything. And I, yeah. I'd like to preface this with, I, I don't have any complaints about like the, either of my professors or the, the, mm-hmm. the people that I'm in class with. Um, I definitely got my money's worth. I took the class because yes. I wanted to learn the editing software exactly. and I have learned the editing software. So for thank sure, you for, for that. Sure. But I completely understand. And with you being a mother, like I have, I have two jobs and I, I'm quite busy myself, yeah. but uh, with the added, uh, you know, and I was, I was telling Caitlin uh, when you were, you were out uh, outside uh, over the break, um, I was saying, like, man, I, I can barely take care of myself, let alone right. somebody else. You know, yeah. and so the fact that you find time to do all this, like, yeah. I struggle to find time to do oh, these yeah. assignments. And that's one of the reasons, like, I, I didn't even join a group because these are all group projects. Yeah. For the past two group projects, I – because I didn't want to, you know uh, – you know, potentially screw somebody else up exactly. because, you know, I, I just said, well, I'll just do it on my own. And I actually realized like in doing that, I kind of screwed myself because now I got to do everything alone. Oh yeah. You screwed and yourself for real. So, for real. so yeah, I didn't want to, uh, I, you know, I didn't want but to, But that's uh, good that you thought about other people though. Like, yeah, it was, know. well, I mean, I was thinking about myself too, but oh, it was, okay. <laughs> that's what it was. All right. but, but yeah, we'll say that. We'll say it was, it was mostly for, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, my my point is like like getting the fact that you're able to find time to do all yeah. and you you're still in a group so you still in a group they still text me they yeah. still need my help <laughs> they still need my help but you know I make it happen I do the best that I can um and if I'm not able to make something like a couple of weeks ago when I had a death in a family um I just wasn't able to and I just expressed that like look I'm not able to, you know, I'm not able to express it to the teachers and it is what it is. And one thing, again, I want to touch on how I said you can't cheat the grind. I'm very honest with myself. I'm honest with my effort with something. So if I put in a little bit of effort, I'm expecting these type of results, you know, and I don't whine. I don't complain about it. It is what it is. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always good to step up to the plate and own, you know, own up to, to what you do and what you don't do. So that's what I did at that last assignment. But I was still able to catch up. But sometimes you got to do that, like step back, like, look, 
just what it is. I'm not able to make everything. And that's just realistic. That's right. Just realistic. And nobody's going to like, you know, a death in the family is like, yeah. everybody drops everything. And it was, that. so, that's not it was a, so you know. sudden. It was sudden, but it's cool. We got past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, you know, I'm trying to think of where we could go. There's many directions we could go with this yeah. conversation right now. Uh, but, um, I, 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 I was going to say with, uh, as far as class goes, like, you know, me, you know, like you being a mom and, and still finding time to do all this other, other stuff, mm-hmm. but at the same time, knowing how to sort of, like you said, pull back or go yeah. like, like you said, like my first two priorities are my kid and then my business yeah. and then school comes third, you know, sure. it, it, for me, you know, like I have my real job, quote unquote, which yeah. is not what I want to do for a living. As yeah. I said, anybody who listens to the show knows exactly it's, how it I makes feel. You a living. That's what it is. Exactly. It's, it pays my bills. And then I have another job that I actually do want, but I don't make a lot of money at it. And it's, 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 I do it because I enjoy it. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then I have my own passions, my own, uh, what is you know, your pursuits. Passion? Writing. Writing. Actually, okay. yeah, yeah. I want to be. I want to be an author. I want to be a best-selling author someday. Cool. Um, you are going to be a best-selling author. You better claim it. Well, thank you. Yes, believe it, and it will happen. Yes. Right? I know. I have Manifest. my. I have my path set out. But I mean, then I have this. You know, I do this. Yeah. This is sort of my. You know, fun little thing. I. I, yeah. I really like talking to people. I like getting the conversations that I have yeah. with people on the internet and you know yeah. you know it's they'll be around forever i download them onto my itunes and now yeah. i can look back and you know say hey yeah i remember when i i, I stuttered yeah. a lot that one time when i was talking <laughs> to one person and, um but uh but yeah I, I i where the hell was i going with that basically i was saying i i, I uh i can relate to what you're saying as yeah. far as the the trying to find room for it all yeah. um because yeah. for me you know it's like like after we we're done here you know i'm gonna uh go home i got to get my lunch in order. I'm going to put my work boots on and go, go into the city and go, right. you know, uh, wait for stuff to break at, uh, at a factory. Right. And, and, um, and, and do, yeah, yeah. One thing I learned is, cause I have had a couple of jobs and one thing I don't mind doing, I do not mind working. If push come to shove and I have to go get me a job mm-hmm. to take care of that little baby I got. Yep. Well, th- Shania, do it. I will for sure do it. I have no problem getting a job and, you know, doing my passion and hustling. I don't have problem doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But what I, like I told you about the story earlier when I was working at Ford, I was sitting at my desk just, Dreaming, you know, I'm right? still going to do my thing. That's mm-hmm. how I always find a way to do my thing. A job never stopped me. Yep. So when you are, if you are standing up, whatever you're doing, if you have a little notepad in your pocket, just jot down some stuff, jot down ideas. That's something I do all day in class. That's that's probably why I sometimes can't even pay attention, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm still working on what I'm doing, and and again, I swear my heart, at, and, and that's what you have to do. You have to feed your soul. You have to feed your spirit. Like you cannot just feed your pockets or your mind. You know, you got to feed your 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 soul and your spirit. You know, and with that, you'll find the motivation and ambition to do all the other things you want to do. So mm-hmm. when you at work, just just be thinking about some stuff or ideas. You know, if you got your phone, put it in your phone. Idea topics, different people, you know, you might want to interview or things like that. Like, that's my advice because that's what I do. I have done all at all of my jobs. And I promise you, a business has been born because of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because I'm going to do me. Well, that's the thing. I, I uh I do do all that, man. Yeah. I have, I have, uh, I have notes on my phone. I work yeah. on my stuff it, and getting, you were just saying, you got to feed your soul. Yeah. If you really, that's how you know it really is feeding your soul is exactly. you, you do it no matter what you exactly. do it anyway, regardless no of, what. of whatever the, the circumstances are, whatever is might be mm-hmm. quote unquote in your way, right. you, uh, you still find time to do it. Oh yeah. And that's, that's when you know something is for you. Cause I, I risk losing a job. If I'm doing something, you know, and I just be like, you know, I had to do something, you know, but I'm, I'm going to feed myself. 
clothes some of my passion for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's good that you do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, you lay one brick at a time. Yeah, you know, you got, sure, everybody's sure. got their their different things. But you know, like I said, and this is a whole other different layer. When you ha- when you're, you're you're not doing it just for you. You said yeah. I'm, I want to leave a legacy for my son my and for my son. other kids that yeah. you that you're going to have. So. Uh, that's maybe, that, maybe. Th- maybe. <laughs> that's See, a, he took me for. Uh, ooh, I was so big, pregnant. Really? Whine about that too? I Absolutely. Yeah, we haven't had anybody talk I about was, that yet. I yeah. was big, pregnant. I was hungry. I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Thanksgiving. I was pregnant. 2014 Thanksgiving. I was pregnant. I was standing in the kitchen. My stomach was. My back was hurting. Oh my god! And he had already like. He had been turned for like over a month. So he was like hanging down. So his head was just on my. <laughs> I'm just having flashbacks. I was in labor. I was in labor for a very long time. I was in labor about 72 hours. Oh my God. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, my water broke at five o'clock in the morning. Um, and then Monday morning, I had him. December 8th, he, oh my God. And as soon as he came out of me, might be a lot of information. As he came out of me, he like, he latched on, you know, you breastfeed, he latched on right. to me. So he just started sucking everything out of me right away. <laughs> just right away. I said, wow, this this is my life. This is what I did. <laughs> and ever since then, he has sucked the life out of me. Suck it off. <laughs> I love you, PJ. I love my son. I love my baby. He's such a beautiful spirit. He's a smart kid. Um, regardless of, you know, his disability or whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. we just, I just call it, he got extra ears. That's when kids ask, I say, he got extra ears. You know, I'm like, he got special powers. Like, they be like, for real? I'm like, yeah, for real. He got extra, he got special powers. They be like, oh my God. But I'll be telling him just how, you know, people have to wear glasses or I wear glasses. I'm like, he just have to wear hearing aids. That's all it is. So my baby is a blessing. He can come in and light up a room. He can tear up a room, whatever you need him to do. <laughs> he going to do it. He's a beautiful kid. I I couldn't imagine being, if I don't be nothing else, I'm happy that I'm a mother. Like, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful feeling. They little kisses, all of that kicks, because they sleep with you for forever. You know, I like sleeping with him, too. He like my little cuddle buddies. It's my little my little baby. But He's got a birthday coming up, too. Yes, December he got 8th. So. Yeah, December 8th, we having a... um. We having a Spider-Man birthday party. Oh, nice. And that's what I did. I'm going to give a tip to some mothers to save some money. So I had him a big birthday party when he was one. I had him a big birthday party when he was two. So three, I was like, hmm, I I still want to have him a birthday because this is his first birthday being actually able to hear. Mm -hmm. Although the other birthdays, you couldn't even tell. It was like he could, you know. Um, But this is first first birthday being able to hear. So I'm like, I want to do something, but I want to do something with family and friends. And I didn't want to spend too much money because I'm trying to buy me a house. So I'm like, okay, let me be smart about all this. So I'm having it at my grandmother's house. I have a face painter coming. We got Spider-Man decorations, pizza, ice cream, all that kind of stuff. Family and friends coming. But you know how you rent characters and stuff like that? It'd be like, we rented Barney, and it was I paid like two hundred and fifty dollars for him to come. That's an expensive I, dinosaur. Very Jeez. expensive, and all he did was prance around. Yeah, <laughs> and do a he didn't even sing the "I Love You" song. He sung a "I Love You" song, but he pranced around for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> but my baby loved it. It was cool. I knew what I was getting into. I said, "Okay," well, I said, "Okay," you know what? This birthday, Shanae is gonna be smart. She's gonna be very, very smart. So. I ordered me a Spider-Man costume off off Am- was it Amazon? 
one of them, either Amazon or Halloween, one of them. I ordered it offline about $50. Mm-hmm. I'm paying my little cousin $20 to wear it on his birthday and prance around at the birthday party. <laughs> so I saved $200 just by going on there, getting one of your family members to dress up, and then I don't have to pay all that money. I'm going to have Spider-Man, my little cousin, get him off the bus when he get off. So you're going to think Spider-Man picking him up from school. He's going to be all excited, and we're going to go to his birthday party. So that's my little... My little savings tip for mom, if you have a, uh, if they like, my baby love Power Rangers, Transformers. He love all grown cartoons. It's weird. He don't like Paw Patrol or anything. Yeah, I was going to say, how did, how did you settle on Spider-Man? Like, he loves Spider-Man. I don't, <laughs> see, I have a little brother, and my little brother is seven years old. So they're very close. So my little brother watched, you know, Ninja Turtles, all of this stuff. They don't really watch, you know, the little, I don't even know the little kid stuff because my baby don't watch it. He loved the grown stuff. He loved, like, Again, Power Rangers, Transformers, and Spider-Man. But he loves Spider-Man. So what I did was, he, he can't really talk um, right now. He say little words like, hi, bye. He's starting to say, yeah, no, and stuff like that. But So I showed him I showed him uh, Power Rangers. He got excited, you know, okay. And then I showed him Transformer. He got excited. But when I showed him Spider-Man, he got, like, real excited. I said, okay, mm. this is going to be your birthday right here. Okay. And the other yeah. years prior, he was really into SpongeBob, his second birthday and his first birthday. He loved Barney. That's the only thing he would watch when he was little. And, you know, Barney has been extinct for I don't know I was going to say, I didn't even know Barney was still on. That's... He watched it on Netflix. Oh, okay. Because I have not yeah. had cable for years, and I won't because it's a waste of money. So right. I did yeah. Netflix for years. So he would always li- he would love he loved Barney. He he loved Barney. So I did that, but I had to special order everything. So his first birthday was really expensive because you have to special. I had to special order everything. They didn't have it. Like had to order everything offline. But um, that's that's how I came with the Spider Man. I saved me two hundred dollars. We're gonna have a good time. And then the next day, I'm going to take them downtown to campus marches and see the lights. I might take them ice skating. I don't know if he's too little, but just to do some stuff, him and his, his he has, um, again, I have a little brother. He's seven years old, and he have older cousins. He think he, he think that he they age. I'm like, boy, you're only three years old. <laughs> he think he's five and six. He like to run with the big boys. But that's what I like, though, for him to be mature and not act like a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, you know, with his condition or whatnot, I never want him to feel like he's enabled in any type of way. So I want him to see older people. And, you know, I still want him to act his age, when, especially when he get to running that mouth. But mm-hmm. I still want him to be around mature people and, you know. So that's it's a blessing too having older little you know older cousins or whatnot. That's all right. Well, happy birthday in advance, PJ. Yeah, that's on my baby. And uh, and we're actually at the end here, so I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna do a wrap up here. I still need to come up with a freaking sign off. I still right. don't. I, I really need to do that. I, I always every time I I never remember it unless I'm actually signing off, yeah. and then I and then I forget about that. But anyway, Nay, thank you so much for coming Anytime. on. It's been a great conversation. Um, yeah. I'd like to have you on another time sometime if, oh, you, if, you're, if you're interested. And um, and I will be back uh, next week. And actually, the guest that I have lined up is our, our professor. Our teacher. And tell him what I said. To yeah, yeah. Tell him what I said. <laughs> All them assignments don't make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Well, um, everybody have a great week. I will be back uh, next Wednesday. We're on podcastdetroit.com. The show is called American Winer. Uh, so long, everybody. Everybody have a great week.